Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Hello everyone, it's Ange Tremier again. I'm coming to do another podcast episode on business spirit guides. So, so far on the podcasts, we've had three trainings, actually no, four. We've had um, how to recognize signs from the universe. We've had businesses, what if businesses had souls, chocolate as a mindset tool. And today we're going to talk about business spirit guides also known as dead businessmen or women. <laughs> I like to put it that way, just to create an ambiance. So who are they first, I want to say? So I'm going to give you examples from clients that I have connected to their main spirit, main business spirit guides. So um, I've connected Steve Covey to some of my business clients, Prince, Coco Chanel, Joseph Campbell, Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer, Abraham Lincoln, David Bowie, and even Mr. Rogers. So that's kind of intriguing, isn't it? But before we go any further, I need to bust a myth that we need to let dead people rest in peace. Okay? You know, we all have that... RIP, especially with famous people when they die, everybody, you know, sends their love and everything and hope that they can rest in peace. This is um, false. Dead people do not need to rest in peace. Um, they, need, they don't need to be left alone. And I want to share an anecdote that happened to me when um, I went to see a psychic medium in 2003, I think that was 2003 or four, after my grandmother had died. My grandmother died the summer I moved to the UK, from Paris to the UK. And um, she actually came to me in a dream to let me know she had passed. And then the next day, my mum confirmed the news. So that was that was interesting in itself. And um, so this psychic medium said to me that my grandmother was here, that she was really proud of me and she had a message for me and she gave me some evidence that nobody else would have known. The fact, for example, that in the, um, at the end of her life, she spent a lot of time in a uh, Orthodox Russian church. That was her new spiritual community because she had been um, kicked out of the, uh, <laughs> the Catholic community uh, for being psychic, and it was very hard for her. Anyway, I never asked her to come into the mediumship session, um, but when I let my mum know about this, she had a fit, and she told me that this was wrong and that I should let my grandmother rest in peace. What she never heard, because she wasn't ready to listen, because she had such strong beliefs around the afterlife, is that I didn't call my grandmother in. She barged in and she wants to barge in in every single session I have with mediums usually 
So I don't know if you know about Abraham Hicks. There are some uh, spiritual teachers that are channeled by Esther Hicks. Uh, I really, really love their teaching. And one of the things that I retained from their teaching that has really helped me overcome my own um, I suppose, reluctance to work with spirit guides from my religious upbringing um, is that they explain that the spirit world is very much alive. And I think I always knew that. But what they say is that whatever you would have had a special interest when you were on earth, you will still have that interest back in the afterlife. And you want to be involved. You still want to be in that energy. So when you look at things that way, it doesn't make, um, it makes a lot more sense that uh, dead business people would want to work with business owners um, at the moment, uh, wherever they can find them, especially if they can find a communality. Now I'm going to give you an example that actually like breaks up this thing in a way because it didn't make sense to me, but it made sense to my main business guide. So uh, my main business guide is Steve Jobs. He came to see me uh, about four to five years ago. And the first thing I said is that I'm not interested. I don't want to be working with you. First, because I thought I was crazy. Like, why would Steve Jobs want to work with me? I was a homeschooling mum trying to make ends meet. And really, that didn't make sense to me. But actually, because I've since realized that my big mission is to make intuition mainstream in the business world, It makes a lot of sense that Steve Jobs would want to work with me because that was his big thing. He talked about intuition a lot. He talked about following his heart a lot, but he never actually got to teach people how to do that. And he never got to make this something mainstream. And I think that's something he's passionate about. And that's why he chose me. So um, every day since that, that encounter, so I sent him away, but then he came back and waited patiently. And when I worked with my first um, spiritual mentor, she actually confirmed right away that he was my main guide. So it kind of relaxed me a little bit into it, even though for years I wouldn't even mention that to anyone else because I was too self-conscious about it. This is a big thing that I'm sharing this on this podcast, actually. I hope you you understand that because I used to hate people who name drop, you know. Uh, when I I used to uh, hear people talk about their past lives and say, oh, I used to be Cleopatra or Caesar or whatever it is, I had this real sense of, I would say ridicule. I I just thought it was ridiculous. Um, It didn't sound grounded. It sounded also very egotistic. So that's something I was very self-conscious about when Steve Jobs turned up on my doorstep, so to speak. So um, that's a little bit what I want you to ponder on so that you keep an open mind. Um, And also we were talking about the fact that um, there's no need for spirit people or for souls to rest in heaven. Well, that's not always true because I know one of my aunts, for example, who had a very painful death with cancer, had to take a lot of rest in spirit before she um, communicated with me. Um, but we, I want you to know is that actually time and space don't exist in the spirit world anyway. So what felt like two years to me before she contacted me was probably for her just a split moment. And um, I want to also share um, something that completely surprised me. But on the day that David Bowie died, 
literally he, he came to me in that moment when he, it was announced. So it can be very quick. Um, there's no need for all that. It's a myth. It's just a myth. And it's, it comes from how we perceive the spirit world to be. And that's filtered in through um, into our social understanding and in, even into our, our religion. But it's really how humans see it. The spirit world sees things very, very differently from us. Because, of course, they're not trapped into a culture, into beliefs, into a body. They're not trapped into a gender. And these are all things that you will have chosen before you came on Earth because it was important to your mission. So I know that the fact that I'm French, the fact that I'm autistic, the fact that I'm um, a woman, a cis woman, all these things are important for my mission. I've chosen them very carefully. Right, so let's get on to how um, business spirit guides can help you. First of all, what I find absolutely amazing about it is that they're available 24-7 and they're free. Now, and that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate paying for a coach. I have invested in myself regularly and I still do. And I'm about to continue to invest in coaches on this earth plane. But Spirit Guides bring something really, really special to the mix. First of all, they, um, they can bring clients to you especially the clients who are open to being inspired. And they also have a peek into the bigger picture. So they can see where your business is going. They can see the potential of your business. They can see the next steps. And it can be very practical, actually. Um, I remember when my spirit guides, um, I was going to say begged, they nagged me to start a podcast. And that was in... Um, at the beginning of 2018 and I wasn't ready at all to do a podcast and I didn't believe that it was something that I could even do considering I worked one day a week in my business but they kept at it and they kept at it and so from a human perspective my podcast doesn't make sense from a business perspective and from a spiritual perspective it completely makes sense because I don't do my podcast the way other people do most people super edit that podcast and, and there's no judgment here you know I if I had the time maybe I would use it to make my podcast perfect to have perfect lighting to do this to that and the other and be professional but I don't have the time to do that if I don't uh, wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and record my podcast sometimes even in my pajamas is not going to happen right and it has to be out the same day because otherwise I'm just too busy trying to fit everything in my in my one day a week um, work week so let's move on to the next question. How can you work with them? Now, the first thing I want to say as well is that you don't need to be clairvoyant or clairaudient in order to work with spirit guides. Now, I know I haven't explained these terms yet. So there will be a specific training on this podcast on the 13th of September, where I'm going to talk about all the shades of intuition. But just to give you a little bit of a head start, clairvoyant is when you see images so that's the most common, um, I suppose, that, that's probably the kind of psychics that you would have met if you've had a reading before. Clairaudient is when you hear. So um, what I want to say is that you don't need to actually see spirits or hear them in order to work with business spirit guides. I think this is very good news for us mortals who haven't been blessed with the clairvoyant fairy or the clairaudient fairy when we were born. Uh, most people who are in business or most people who are not psychic 
are claircognizant. That means they just know. They don't know how they know. They just know what they know. Okay. And that's exactly me. So the way my guides um, communicate with me is I just know that they've said something, even though I can't hear it or see it. I just know it. I have the, it pops into my mind, just like I knew it was Steve Jobs, even though I couldn't see him. I could feel it was his presence. And I could, I knew how he presented to me, even if I couldn't see it. I know that's a little bit difficult to understand, but I hope you'll understand for yourself, especially if you're claircognizant, if you just know without knowing, just trust it. It's probably one of the most difficult things to trust, but once you overcome that hurdle, it will be amazing. So what I want you to do is to set an intent of how you're going to work with your main business guide. Ask for their help daily and even several times a day, just like you would to one of the member of your team. You know, if you um, if you hire a graphic designer, you don't just wait for them to do everything without ever giving them instructions or asking for help. You have to put together a brief. Then you look for the best person for the job and then you hire them. Uh, now, of course, Having a business spirit guide is a little bit different because what I want you to focus on is your main business guide, the one that is going to bring any kind of uh, other guides that are needed as and when you need them, but who will be there almost like a partner, okay? They are a partner in your business and it's so powerful. Believe me, it's just amazing. So you want to, um, and, and why do you need to ask for their help all the time? I had this question from one of my VIP clients yesterday. And I'm so grateful she asked the question. So why you want to ask for help daily? It's because they have free will, okay? Business spirit guides will choose you. You can't choose them, okay? Obviously, if you're not happy with them, you can call for someone better. But what I usually do, first, you don't need to know who they are. You don't need to know their names. I worked with guides when I didn't even know guides existed. So you might even already be working with a guide without knowing that you're doing. And don't let that spook you. It's amazing. The second thing is, so because they have free will and you have free will, you have to constantly engage with them to show that you're still happy to continue to work with them. Does that make sense? The second question I was asked yesterday by my VIP, which I thought was a brilliant question as well, is how do you know the difference between your own thoughts and the ideas or the inspiration that comes from your guide? And the best way I can describe it is by saying that um, when it's your own thoughts, there's like a train of thoughts. There's a logic um, to how one thought follows the other. Whereas when inspiration comes in or when you have an idea that comes from your guide or an answer to your question, it will come usually quite randomly at moments where you're thinking about something completely different. Then you can trust that this is something that's come from your guide, okay? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if it comes from a guide or from you or from source or universal consciousness or whatever you believe in. What's important is that you keep an open mind and an open mind is really, really vital. Now, I want to also clarify the fact that archangels cannot be your guide. And I know there's a lady who claims that her main guide is one of the archangels. I don't mean to say what I say to, um, you know, put her down. This is not a criticism, but I, I just want you to hear me for a minute because I have so many people who come to me and I used to be the same. I used to think that Archangel Michael was my guide. He's not. 
I can call upon him whenever I want, but archangels don't have free will. So what will happen is whoever on the planet asks for the help of Archangel Michael, he needs to go and help them because he's been asked. So you can imagine that his energy is spread over millions of people. Now, this is not really a presence that's going to be, I mean, obviously in the moment, it's really good, but it's not someone who can actually walk alongside you in your business on a daily basis. And you want a guide that's going to be there for you, um, you know, as a real partner in business. Uh, not as someone, not as a celebrity that will come in and out, if that makes sense. Even though business guides can be celebrities, of course, we've just talked about that. Um, so you want one main business guide and then they can bring in whoever's needed on a job. You know, um, it's a bit like friends. You know, they say uh, you can have friends for a season, for a day or for a lifetime. Uh, you probably want your business guide to be uh, at least for the season of your business but preferably for the lifetime, if that makes sense. Also, the biggest mistake I see made in the new age world is that people give their power away to their guides and ask them, you know, to do everything for them or say, oh, if, if, if an obstacle comes up, then they say, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Now, I want you to know that just as within the business, you wouldn't hire um, a graphic designer and not give them instructions and let them do everything in your business. That's not the point. Unless you hire a general manager, you still need to give them some guidance. You need, still need to know where you're going. You still need to have some procedures in place and know uh, what your intent is for the business and, and where you're going and your strategy and everything else. Um, the fact that your guide's going to manage things and help you and guide you doesn't mean that they're in control. You are the person who's co-creating co with them. They're only your co-pilot. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I see. And I've made that mistake myself when I left the corporate world to um, you know, explore the, the, the new age world because I didn't know any better. Um, but now I do, and I want you to, to benefit from this knowledge that I've acquired by making all the mistakes, if that makes sense. So also, I want you to know that um, your relationship to your main business guide is a relationship. You wouldn't ask someone to marry you on the first date. Well, it's the same with guides. You need to call on them every day. You need to create a routine with them where you acknowledge them and thank them for their support. You need to talk to them. It doesn't matter if you don't think they can hear you. Of course, they can hear you, even if you can't hear them. Okay, so just get into that routine. And sometimes you might have to ask for their guidance several times a day. And then you just be patient, pay attention and create enough quiet in your life that you can actually hear the answer. The problem is we're just too busy. So we need to unbusy ourselves so that we have these these calm moments or these moments of um, contemplation when our guides can actually come in and communicate with us. Otherwise, it's almost like having the stereo on all the time and then wondering why you don't hear a small beep um, in the background. And as I said, because we have free will, our guides will very rarely shout at us. Their, their voices are more like whispers, okay? Now, if you want to know who your main business guide is, or if you want to be connected to your business guide, why not book a session with me? I have connected so many people with their spirit guides. It's been an absolute joy. And um, you can find out all the details to book a session with me 
on my website at www.theintuitiverevolution.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll speak to you again um, next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. And go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.